and welcome back to the studio. Feels good to be back. Dude, it's I, been a while. Yeah, like months. Six, six months, Months, I think. man. Yeah. Months. Well, maybe more than that, like seven, seven or eight. Yeah, it's been forever since we've done this. We've had the podcast going every week, obviously, which has been a big accomplishment yeah. in and of itself. Right. I mean. So that's what the goal was. It's, yeah. 52 of them, and this is the 52nd. So. Yeah, I think in our first episode, we said, like, we're going to do one every single week, every single Thursday. It's going to happen. Yeah, and, well, what's today? 23rd? Yep. Well, the, yet, a year ago yesterday is when we finished finished up the studio, so <laughs> kind of ironic. Yeah, um, it was pretty wild, man. That was a good time. I remember just a short year ago we were getting ready, wood and getting all this. Yep. 10 degrees outside and had this carpet from a basement that flooded so i took this home from work and some two by fours that were just going to be chopped up and thrown away so brought those back harvested the barn wood from your place yeah and it looks really sweet actually like it's it sucks that we don't get to use it i know more. like i know it's a really we drywalled it all ran new electrical i, mean, I hear you did the built this whole table i don't know if you guys can even see it but built this whole table from scratch all out of the same barn wood yeah. stuff. We had enough left over. It's like, yeah, hey, let's make a table. Right. <laughs> we just, we did it, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And that was just a year ago. And now here we are, episode 52. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of what we want to do today is just kind of talk about the year we had, do a little bit of a year in review. I know with our channel, we like to kind of go back sometimes and look at old videos and sometimes there's ones we forgot about we're like oh man i forgot we even posted that and just kind of reminisce on that a little bit because we did have a a pretty cool year i love watching all the old videos like you know i'll watch i watch a lot of other youtube but then I'm like oh no one posted today or something I'm like i'll just go watch our old stuff <laughs> it's pretty pretty cool to see that you know like I mean, we did that yeah for sure see how cringy i am sometimes or <laughs> i mean yeah some of the some of the older ones the longer, the more time that passes, the more you look back and you're like, oh man. Yeah. That was a little bit brutal, but. Came a long way. Yes. Yeah. And still a long ways to go, but yeah. So I, I think we're going to kind of go back through some of the things we posted throughout the year and um, being the last episode for the year, we kind of wanted to do this one in person, a little bit throwback to how we started. And I guess with that, there is a little bit of an announcement here. Um into next year, into 2024, I think we're going to take a step back from the podcast and we're going to move into the YouTube shorts a lot more. And that's going to be our main focus outside of our normal YouTube videos. So all that stuff's still going to be there. All the, the spearing, the hunting, you know, deer, turkeys, small game, the fishing, we're still going to do product reviews, how to, all, like all that stuff. The normal videos are still going to be there and we're going to keep on that, you know, every two weeks type of schedule for that. But the podcast that we've done every week, we're going to take a step back from that and we're going to move into the YouTube shorts a little bit more. And I know we've started experimenting with those and we've had some really good results and it's been really fun. And I think that it could be really big for us. So we're kind of going to move in that direction and see what happens. That's exciting. They're fun. I like making them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they're quick and easy to make, and so you can make a lot of them and really have some fun with it. Yeah. And yeah, so we're we're looking forward to that. I think that's going to be 
a bigger thing for us. So, um, you know, obviously, sorry to anybody who really likes listening to the podcast, but, um, you know, it's, it's still going to be there if there's topics that we really feel the need to talk about or a guest we want to have on and whatever, you know, we're, we're still going to have all this stuff available. So there's still going to be podcasts every now and then, but for the most part, I think we're going to kind of take a step back from that, but it's been a heck of a year, man. Yeah. Just looking at all these videos up on the laptop right now, I'm like, we did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. One of the first ones we had a year ago was our, one of the small game hunts and had a pretty cool, find with that one as well yeah that that was like what is it january 2nd we did that i think yeah something like that that was pretty fun um went out you know doing the normal shooting stuff because i can't sit at home and neither can noah and something was open to hunt so we did it and we ended up with a couple rabbits handful squirrels and a pretty cool buck that i found on the side of the road and we were (laughs) driving back to a different spot when uh we we had a lot of snow at that time. We don't have a drop of snow right now, but um, we must have got pretty fresh snow that weekend. Yeah, and um, there was I could just see half of his rack sticking out, and we were going sixty miles an hour. And I'm like, dude, I think that was a shed. So we turned around, pretty much right off of not a highway, but like the main highway in that yeah. small town. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, we turned around. I <laughs> pulled back up. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, that is. And then we like, oh, it it's a whole deer. It was a fresh, probably a couple days old, uh, maybe a little longer than that, buried in the snow pile. And then, you know, we did the right thing, called the DNR, got on the up and up, got the tag for it, and got to cut the head off and made a really sweet European mount out of it that's in my living room now. Yeah, so, and he was a really promising yeah, like, I mean, two-and-a-half-year-old up-and-comer. Sucks for the people who had him on camera that he survived through gun season that right. he didn't make it, but... Right, but he was a really, really nice buck. Yeah, and a really cool find, and just totally by chance, like you right. said. And how many people drove by yeah. and yep. you know didn't see it or didn't yeah. think it was worth it or whatever. So I don't know how he even ended up cutting the head off, but I had a few knives with me, but <laughs> no, but it, no, we didn't. We have to go back to your. No, I had um, I had the fillet knife. I just didn't think I'd be able to cut through the bone. Oh, so just basically. S- cut around his neck and twisted his head off yeah the the twist is always gonna make it happen right yeah then that was like our next video is making those euro mounts and that's always fun i love doing that (laughs) yeah it's fun stinky cold but it was we we got the technique down yeah lots of dawn dish soap and just let them boil for as long as possible and you can't be afraid of the pressure washer no pressure washers you might break a few bones but nothing important only yeah only if you're not super careful with i mean when you use we've used bleach in the past like before we knew what we were doing on some that we had found and that will really break away and eat away at the bone and then if you pressure wash it it's probably going to shatter right but if you keep the bleach out of there and you just boil it and then pressure wash it and go back and forth back and forth on that we were totally fine doing that yeah and you just got to boil it for longer than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let it uh, just let it go. Just let it go. And then hit it with the pressure washer, take off as much meat as you can, and then Toss send it, it back, back in. in there. Yeah, and that. obviously if it – I feel like the day that we did those, it was like 10 degrees. Yeah, it wasn't very warm. I mean, today it's, what, 45? Yeah, and they were sitting outside my garage, so they were frozen yeah. kind of. Then I tried skinning them. It's just – Yeah. You live and learn. 
Yeah. Then we did that other one in the summer, too. Yeah, we did a podcast while we were boiling it. Remember that? that? Yep. Out of that the wasn't summer, but it was like April, and it was it was like the first nice day. Yeah. I was in shorts, I think, I remember. Yeah. Or it was warm out, and that one was probably honestly worse <laughs> than the wind. I mean, that one was also may have been decaying in my backyard for a while before we did the whole yeah. boiling process. And but we uh, didn't do it in your backyard. No, this, this time, time we went to a location outside of town. Yeah. yeah which yeah, is yeah. a good thing because the cops definitely would have been coming to my house. <laughs> After the first time we did those couple. And yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to my neighbor about that the other day. I'm like, hey, just giving you a warning. I'm probably going to be doing some more. These ones shouldn't smell nearly as bad. Didn't your neighbor come out and ask if we were boiling hot dogs? No, the one day? did, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you could probably make I mean, they're probably the same thing hot dogs are made out of, but... Uh, Man. Yeah, it was... That was wild. Mm. Yeah, it's always something. But, yeah, that was... And throughout that time, you know, we had our first couple of podcast episodes, and we were right here and getting used to it, and then we brought Colby in. He made the road trip over, and that was... Uh, like our first guest on so we had three of us in here and that was obviously comfortably pretty comfortably three of us i know that was always a question of you know space Amazon and whatever through hey man we we debated this for a while we didn't know if this couch was gonna hold up but i mean look at it yeah it's she's done her job and now if we kind of move away from these this might end up in a deer stand or something it could very well could <laughs> or we if it's too big we can saw it in saw half it and have Build another arm and put it in two different deer stands. That could That's work. That's a good idea. The ottoman too. Yeah, get the ottoman in there, and then we're really comfy. Yeah. But yeah, we had Colby on a, a couple times in there actually, and then of course shortly after January and small game hunting and all that stuff comes the infamous sturgeon spearing yes. season. And that, yep, yeah, that was a. Well, we had a successful year, but before that, we posted the. Dad and I and Noah, Noah helped us with our shack. We Dad and I built a brand new shack, so that was pretty much like a six month process from start to finish with the video. Yeah, I mean, I think we started in July or June, probably June, and we're busy, and it just you know kind of a little bit here, a little bit there. Finally, honestly, didn't really get it off buttoned up till like the end of January, and uh, partially because you know we're hunting every single weekend and we're both my dad and i both obviously work so it's you come home from work it's like eh, you know especially when it's cold and dark out like yeah uh that's no nah, we don't need to do it and then it's a weekend but super long process but i think it turned out pretty cool like you know the whole st- i think we captured it pretty well start mm-hmm. to finish um for the most part of everything that we did so i think it's a pretty sweet video i go i go back and rewatch that one too like or like i'm helping a buddy right now kind of do his and i'm like making more suggestions like oh i did this but i would do it differently if i were you yeah type of thing yeah. so and when it comes to stuff like that like if you have no background in building anything you're probably going to struggle no matter what the video right. is but like if you're fairly handy and know how to do some of that stuff it's more so just like coming up with the ideas things to think about stuff yeah, like that right where you put this where you put your hole where the door goes stuff like that yeah and yeah, we you did a really great job with that. A lot of time lapses in there too, and you can see like the start when you're in a t-shirt and shorts or a cut off, and then you know by the end of it, the thumbnails in the snow. Yeah, so, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and then obviously we're into spearing. And we had the famous 
famous Mike McDowell. I mean, that was a great podcast. Um, yep. We uh Jack, he's probably jacked up right now for it. I would assume so. Oh my gosh, yeah. He's got the shacks all lined right, up in yeah. the driveway ready to go. For sure. Yeah. No, he's always a always a fun guy to talk to and he had a lot of good stories and a lot of people liked that one. Um we had somebody come at us for a copyright infringement on that one, which was the most ridiculous thing ever because they don't understand how copyright works, but yeah, that was a, that was a whole thing. And it just kind of fizzled out from there. Cause I think they realized that they had no idea what they were talking about, right. but that was kind of cool. It's like, okay, our sixth podcast episode of the year and we're already trying to get in trouble with somebody. Yep. But yeah, then I mean, we talked about it because we had the three of us, you, me, and Mike. Yep. And we talked about the year, what we thought might happen, all that stuff. And then opening day, there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't think we thought the, quite the year we'd have the opening weekend we did. No. For sure. Yeah. Especially because, you know, ice conditions the last few years have not been great. Weren't the best. Opening weekend, they were probably were the best, I actually, because I drove out. We took trucks out. Yeah. You didn't. You guys got ballsy. But um, I know by the end of the year, we were all taking four-wheelers. Like, everybody was on wheelers and stuff. But, yeah, opening weekend was, I don't know, what I spear that one at, like, 810? It was, like, right like, away, dude. Like, an hour after it opened. And yeah. I mean, that was that was pretty, pretty cool to be in the new shack for, you know, I ate an hour yeah. sitting there. And I speared a 74-pound F1, 60 inch or something like that i don't even know the inches but my second biggest second fish second biggest so it was like okay well this is pretty cool and before that i think we had two more in our group get speared and then after i speared that one two other ones got speared so we got like five yeah in our group yeah which is separate from his group who also speared some so like opening day was just electric i called no and gabby right away and he's like because we don't ever we've talked about this before but i just think it's funny like we don't call each other unless we kill something right like if noah calls me i'm like okay something died or if i call him you know he's thinking we got we killed something yeah type of thing or or someone's dead pretty much like yeah. if it's six o'clock in you know a september october november evening and you're calling me it's yeah. probably not just to chat. check in and <laughs> chat yeah right. something probably went down so you call me an hour in or you facetime me yeah. and it's like no way <laughs> You did not. There's no way. An hour in? Uh-huh. Really? And then, lo and behold, then I end up spearing Yeah, one. and then you FaceTime me. Yeah. And I was sitting with my dad. I'm like, Noah's called. I'm like, he never calls. Like, this is <laughs> this is good. And I'm like, no, I think my exact words were shut the F up or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then Mike goes and spears one. Yeah. That so, was... That was kind of one of those things like we just couldn't believe it. We had the three of us here talking about it. And obviously, when it comes to sturgeon spearing, it's just such a rare feat. And we've been spoiled. I've been spoiled more than anybody. But, right, like, it's such a rare thing. We can't have all this, you know, talk about, oh, yeah, we're going to spear them. But, like, the reality is it just doesn't happen. And then for all three of us to go and (laughs) and spear a fish like that that year. That was wild. It's just, what are the chances, man? It's just crazy. Super fun. I mean, I had just blasts at Wentz after. Then we went to Mike's. That was fun. Yep. Yeah. I, yep. And I th- I'm almost positive he's upriver this year. 
I know he's close. Yeah, I thought he was. Somebody is. I don't know if Maybe he, he was missed or if he it. was going to wait to draw without some other. Well, because now it's more and more. Right. You got to get. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, he's ready. We're ready. It's going to be hopefully another good year. And then, you know, we had him back on after that to <laughs> obviously talk about all that. We had Joel Warner on and he had a lot of good stories as well. A um, little bit more. Small game hunting, some more tests and reviews. I mean, it's kind of, it's tough to get content during these couple of months here. Like, right. there's not a whole lot going on in December and January. February is great with spearing, but also if we don't, if we don't spear any, I mean, we've just gotten super lucky. Right. But if we don't spear any, that gets tough. And then you get into March, April, you're just waiting for turkey hunting. Well, there's yes, we are. But then, honestly shed hunting is my favorite that's true uh, you know i love that that is it's just something about when the day uh, daylight saving switches over the days are starting to get longer it's only 45 50 degrees and the sun's out but it feels like it's like 70 yeah here in wisconsin and it's just like walking around with a t-shirt and the sun's out and the, the snow's melting and you're just just getting out after like hibernating all winter yeah that is that's one of my favorite things to do like that's top tier of my summer or my springtime activities i think springtime in general is underrated it, it truly is i mean everybody obviously loves fall because of deer hunting but like i mean spring is just especially when you have a wisconsin winter i mean we've been lucky again this year so far pretty mild the last couple years actually really yeah but there's still there'll always be a yeah. couple weeks where it's below zero for a week and you get dumped on with snow yeah there's not a whole lot going on and then all of a sudden it's warming up and then you can be out there in a, a t-shirt or at least a hoodie and walking around and be comfortable yeah and it's not even like it's 60 degrees it's only 45 but it's just <laughs> the sun's different yeah it's it really nice is for us and the sun's out and things are starting to get green and the snow's melting and there's yeah. just something about it man go walk people are like you just walk around for like you know six seven hours in the day i'm like yeah yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty fun, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is super fun. And that's pretty much sums it up. I mean, we had some more podcasts in there. You know, we had we had Eli on virtually, Colby on virtually, and then we had Brian Went come on, and then we had um who else did we have? We had Matt Doro come on. And we did a couple other reviews and some of these things. Then we had um of course the uh the boiling skull yep. one oh, yeah. that you know was in there and but then that you know that video right there that's our shed hunting and then finding another deadhead yeah that, well, that was a little more bittersweet that a one little was bit. on our that was a buck we had my uncle passed up and couldn't i mean hard to say obviously he got he was shot with a crossbow i don't know if they just because we found died, we found the, the bolt, bolt in him yeah and um you know, I don't know the whole story. Could have that deer could have been alive for like you know could have lived for a week after and then just ended up laying there and dying and you know could whatever happened. yeah whatever happened happened yeah and I'm just glad that we found him to be honest and that you get to because it was a really good buck and mm-hmm. I you know another one hanging in my living room right now and it's it's pretty cool to have that stuff even if it's you didn't kill it it's still nice to have and. I found four other dead bucks that year, so I don't know what was going on. Obviously, the one that we found with the crossbow bolt, we know how that one died, but yeah. the other four, I don't. 
I don't know. They're all little, little year and a half. And I did take those skulls. I got a, that's, I'm going to boil them up pretty quick here, but it's a little fishy. So that's kind of another thing. You know, you get to, you see a lot of stuff in the spring that you maybe won't see if you weren't out there. So, yeah, we've definitely, I mean, just in shed hunting, seen a lot of those things that, like you said, you'd have no idea any of that stuff was going on right. if you weren't out there, but you know, dead fawns and whatever. I yep. mean, find dead deer. Yeah. Dead turkeys. I mean, we've learned a lot about the property, even just through shed hunting, Correct. just walking it around like that. But then after that, of course, the infamous turkey season. And yeah. that's, you know, I you almost don't look forward that. to yeah. it anymore, man. We have just gotten our butts kicked and we shouldn't, there's no excuse for it. There's no way we should be as bad at turkey hunters as we are. I wouldn't even say bad. It's just, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, it's what else could you call it? We Bad luck, maybe. But I mean. I did mess up. I missed one. I'll say that. I got a little trigger. I just crushed a tree. I didn't miss the tree. <laughs> um, little trigger happy. Probably if I would have held out, Dad probably would have got a shot. But he he was getting weary. He was doing the old stretch the neck out, getting lucky, yeah. and about ready to bolt because I called him off the roost. Like, he was down, and I shot at him before other turkeys were even flying down. Like, he was just coming, like, on a string. And, you know, he got there, and he didn't see any decoys or anything, and there was three of us. We were hid well, but it was like, I messed that up. So <laughs> that that stung a little bit. I Usually, I haven't, yeah. It was a while since I missed a turkey, so. I know. But, you know, we more than anything, we had that competition going yeah. with Colby and Eli because, you know, we got on the podcast and then get to talking and whatever, and we're like, yeah, let's do a let's do a competition here. And Well, those guys took off for, like, you know, four weeks to do this, so we, right. we had to work. I mean. Yeah. It was rigged the whole time. But, of course, opening weekend, you know, they're out grilling in the middle of a field yeah. at the truck and uh-huh. you know eli's there in his long underwear just man in the grill making sandwiches and then of course you know he puts one down and they and, had a great season i mean colby's hunt was oh my gosh i've never seen that before in my life like that is just unreal the as few views as that video got is just criminal it is. It truly is. That's some of the best turkey hunting footage. I don't care who you are. That's some of the best that's ever, ever been captured. I've never seen a cooler clip than right. that one. And well, TikTok, we had it up there, and, you know, they get all. <laughs> it was climbing, climbing, right, climbing, yeah, and just then. Just blowing up, and they get all butthurt about killing stuff. So Yeah, that might have to end it up might, on the YouTube yeah, shorts. We'll try again and see if we can yeah. post it. And it's just insane that. You can get that many toms like I mean, that close to you. on public land, gobbling their heads off like that. That was sweet. Yeah, we've had some cool experiences with the fans and couples coming in, but nothing 100%. like that. Nothing like that. But that's next level, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was wild. So they had a really good year, and of course, you know, we really didn't. And then you know, time moves on. We had Justin Schneider on, and and he, um, he was really cool to talk to. I think you sat out that one, but we had Colby on and him, and he made it in person. And it I was, was here. I just didn't. Oh yeah, yeah I was. Just Were you, you were out in the ottoman, kinda, yeah. just chilling over uh-huh. there, just listening, listening? Because you know I don't fish a ton, so right. It was cool to look, like listen though, because dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah, no, that was a super fun conversation. I don't really know much either, but listening to him and Colby go back and forth was right. 
really cool. And then looking at your uh, bow target review video, that was a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Kind of played around with that one a little bit. Yeah, that was fun. Didn't take it too seriously or anything. And then, uh, you know, rolling more into summertime and Colby and I took a big trip up to Canada. Yep. They had a great trip, I'd say. Oh, my gosh. Makes you want to fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you could catch them like that consistently yeah maybe we'll get the invite one time to go up there yeah that'd be fun they i don't even know what the numbers were i don't want to get it wrong but it's in the hundreds upper hundreds close to a thousand of fish that they're catching yeah i mean they're catching big northerns they're mostly fishing for walleyes and just absolutely hammering them there's some clips in there you know they had footage from five days or whatever it was and certain clips i wasn't even cutting down they were just every single cast yeah. one after the other right. i think eli at one point in there is saying you know he was at cast number 40 or something and he had to catch a fish to be at 90 percent yeah it's just like yeah he's at like 35 it's something crazy. yeah 35 for 40 casts or yeah. something just unbelievable fishing and you know you can't keep that many right in canada there's like limits to it and whatever but just to have fun and you know be in the scenery like that yeah like the the backwoods like they have no service yeah i mean they're carrying canoes in there to some of those spots and yeah that's pretty cool and then you know getting into summertime and aside from fishing you know there's not a whole lot of hunting that goes on either but we definitely do a lot more preparation at that time planting food plots and all that stuff so i know we always look forward to it and there's a you know a little bit more fishing in there, but we kind of rolled through that you know without too much going on. And next thing we knew, it it was September. September. Yeah. And you know then we had our little get together ahead of the, <laughs> uh, ahead of the season. Went yeah. over to Colby's house. He had just finished up his new man cave area. We were kind of planning on shooting bows a lot, and that uh, didn't really pan out. The next morning we. Uh, <laughs> We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Stayed up pretty late. Yeah. Filmed some great podcasts, so. How late were we up podcasting? Two. Yeah. And I think I stayed up for another hour with Colby just shooting the breeze. Yeah. (laughs) The bush bush lattes were flowing. I remember when we woke up the next morning, you didn't look like you were having a fun time at that point. Yeah, I was a little, little hazy eyed and they were going to do their fantasy football draft after that yeah they were golfing to, yeah and then golfing it. yeah and then the draft is like oh you boys are in for it i know i went up to the woods that day too i did I you re- i don't even remember what i was doing filling waters and checking cameras and i was like i didn't eat anything and i got up there and i'm like this is not good yeah like i need some food you didn't stop a quick trip no i st- i went i ran to westfield and got mcdonald's Cause and like you know I don't eat McDonald's. And I was like, I know you I don't. I need some food. And I'm like, oh man. Did you break your McDonald's fast? Was that the day? Yeah, I guess. You had a big period of time yeah, where like it was no McDonald's. Over a year. I'm back on it though. That was like the that was well, like the one. Yeah. The one thing. It, the it wasn't the most sound logic I've ever heard for avoiding the McDonald's. Well, it, it kind of is if you hear no. it. I would eat like five or six burgers every time I went there. Like that is that was not healthy. Yeah, but you didn't have to. But like if Ronald, I'm going there, I'm gonna eat that many. That was the, that's the whole point. No, I know. But like, I mean, Ronald McDonald isn't like forcing you at gunpoint to eat 
six cheeseburgers. Yeah, but who's gonna go there and eat one? That's not gonna fill you up. That's like I'm a, not saying that's you an gotta appetizer. eat. I'm not saying you gotta just eat one. <laughs> and it was so deceiving because it's so cheap there. I know. You're like, oh, well, not anymore. Not anymore. Jacked it up, but I could go there when I was in high school and I'd get a large Coke, two McChickens, and two cheeseburgers, make a McGangbang. Yeah. For five dollars and thirty-seven cents, yeah. it's like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna come here every day. Yeah. And that was not good. In high school, it was fine. I was playing sports, you know. Yeah, you could burn it yeah, off pretty yeah. quick. Get out of high school. Ooh. You can still do the two cheeseburgers or two McChickens or a variation for like three bucks. So six but, plus but then you get yeah, Two bucks. Inflation just through the roof. Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love a good old uh, <laughs> cheeseburger and uh-huh. McChicken. Oh. Yeah, I've been I've upgraded though. If I do go out, I'll I'll get some Culvers. Can't go wrong with Culvers. You can't go wrong with Culvers. No, I love me some Culvers. But as you know, the more traveling we do for hunting, and whatever, we're eventually gonna run out of Culver states. You don't we, run yeah. out of McDonald's states. That's, no, God no. They're yeah we international. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And I hope we do get some more road trips in us. Yeah. Obviously, we had one this year, but no, we didn't. I got Culvers. That trip, but then we ate a lot of. We good weren't food that there. far though. No, we were just the next state over. But go, we'll go back a bit. Kobe made some smash burgers when we were at. Yes, that that was those were really good. The venison really good. smash burgers were delicious. Really good. Gabby made some the other day too. That's some what she of said. My dad's venison yeah. and really really good. That's yeah, yeah. So obviously that was a good night to kind of kick things off, and then we had Sam Ubel from Chase Nation on the um, on the podcast. And then, yeah, we recorded a couple podcasts that night, and then it was pretty much right in opening day. Yeah, that was that was probably one of the most like the coldest opening day I've ever sat. Probably because it rained the whole time on me, so I was I was actually shivering kind of because I you know I wasn't prepared to get soaked. It wasn't supposed to rain that bad. I had my uh, my lightweight on my mm-hmm. lightweight gear on and it just poured in my my biggest pet peeve in the whole wide world is when my bow is wet i can't stand it and this year i bet you my bow got rained on like four times yeah and i just can't stand it and of course opening day it gets soaked i'm like well uh, whatever what are you gonna do about it and i saw some deer and then the next night i saw a lot of deer like 12 14 my dad hit a buck we searched for it all night. Ended up not finding it. No one. Gabby came out the next night. He went the next morning too. And then we went back the next that night. Looked, looked, looked. Pretty much decided like, hey, this buck's still alive. Long story short, two weeks later, he shows back up with a, a mark on his back, perfectly fine. And I just got a picture of him a couple of weeks ago. He was there the whole year, so he survived. So he's around. So I think he'll be the top one next year, unless shot at redemption next year. Unless, well, I'm hoping Terry Bradshaw's still around. Yeah, he'll be a five and a half. And I'm gonna have three weeks to kill him before he disappears. I'm serious. He, yeah. he leaves every single the last two years. He leaves at the same time every year. So if he's still around, I'll that's the deer I'm gonna hunt the hardest. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, opening weekend was pretty good. Kind of rolled into the second weekend. Noah and I got together hunting on a Friday night, which was super fun. <laughs> Went into a death stand <laughs> that probably shouldn't have been up in. Haven't been up in since. Saw a lot of deer. Almost got shot at one. Good thing I didn't, because the next night I went into the same spot just in a bow stand, and I ended up killing my buck. 
junkie so that was that was really cool that was another one we talked about for a while like we we kind of knew you were probably going to shoot something the next night right because i was only going to stay for that one night and then go back and you were going to hunt the weekend and we knew you were probably going to end up shooting one and you know just the whole thing the whole back and forth and you know you killed him not too far away from where we were sitting like right 50 yards yeah if that but then that was only a one-man stand. We would have had to hang a stand. So we were thinking about, you know, well, what if we had sat there? And it's like, well, you know, it just wouldn't have worked out. And ultimately, I think everything worked out as good as it could have. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And and then, you know, then my dad was the next one up. And that was pretty cool. We haven't shot a deer on that property in a number of years. I think it was his first buck in eight years, and that's kind of been about the the pace we've been on. But over the past couple of years, you know, making some of the improvements that we have, it, it, things have gotten a lot better. This year was the best we've had. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a really really good year. You know, he shot that one, and we had had him on camera all throughout the spring and through the summer. It was a two and a half year old, but you know we knew of him and and he was kind of a regular so to be able to harvest a buck that we had on camera all year like that we considered a target i mean to actually go through that whole process that's something we hadn't really done in the past if we were shooting a deer or shooting a buck it was one that you know we maybe had seen once or twice we didn't really know of him that much but this was like the first time that we really you know had target bucks and ended up shooting one right which was super cool to see that, and you like you said that was I'd I'd, I'd agree that was your best year you guys have ever had with seeing deer wise and yeah. stuff. So I mean, even coming back from Minnesota, the ones that you right. and I saw, I mean, <laughs> that was a fun morning. Almost, yeah, some of those close, hunts, very very close. Yeah, really close. I was drawn back twice. I was right. a full draw, two separate times, and thinking about it, but you know, probably made the right decision by not doing it and some of that spurred from the one that i shot earlier in the year and then we never found it so it was like well I'm not taking any chances now and I, it, I wasn't really taking a chance with that one it just that was kind of the way it went i think we decided it was mostly just a low shot just low and no vitals and that deer's probably still alive so yeah I'm, and i did feel bad a little bit about like talking you out of that when we were sitting after minnesota when that second one came in, I was like, ah, just, just wait, just no, wait. It would have like, been don't, like, don't, don't shoot. I was like, it would have been a yeah. disaster. I, it would, I would have had to got really, really lucky. Right. He was farther than we thought too. Like I knew he was out there, but I wouldn't have said 40 and lesson learned though. You'd be able to trim more trees, trim the trees there next year. To be oh, able to I shoot did. Out there. Yeah, I did. So when Ben and I sat in that stand for a gun season, uh-huh. I don't know if you ever saw the videos, I took my lifeline and I walked to the back of the stand and then walked back on the tree branches on the back side and then cut them all down. Yeah. So good. It's clean back there. Uh, yeah. Nothing. So yeah, wide open. So that'll be nice. We'll actually be able to hunt that sand a little bit better. I mean, previously we just didn't have permission to hunt that field behind us because it's not ours. Yep. This year we got permission. So we had never really trimmed it up. It was like, well, that's just going to kind of be a good backdrop and you know wait till they get into the woods and then we can hunt them but now that we have permission to hunt that field it's you know anything goes yeah 
And we thought it was going to be a little bit more productive during gun season, but whatever it was, you know, whatever happened with that, it, it just didn't work out, you know. But then Eli had some uh, some luck with Ty during the yeah. youth hunt. A lot of lot of dead deer in that video. Yeah. I think uh-huh. Colby shot one too with the bull, right? Yeah, Colby was out with his kids, and they weren't hunting yet, but he went out and shot a doe with a bow, yep. and I think Ty shot a, a doe and a buck, and... They both had some really cool footage, and right. that was a really fun video to put together there. And then, obviously, you know, we had a, a couple more, another doe or two here and there. And then we really got into the, the Minnesota trip. And as far as, you know, personally, it was a, a fun trip. But oh, fever-wise, yeah. we yeah. didn't get much out of it. We got our asses kicked, but we had a fun time. Yeah, it was a good trip. And we saw some deer, and we saw some bucks. That, that trip could have ended up much really different yeah could have been stellar for everyone just close. close a lot of close calls yes and some of that too is just you know those guys have been going a while but just being our first year or two right. you know i don't even know how to hunt that per se we had zero zero deer sightings when we were actually sitting in a stand yeah right in a tree yes. like yeah like when we hung stands and would sit there we yeah. saw zero right so that might kind of change how we do things going forward, but you know might have to change the strategy on that a little bit. Yeah, we had that really good one behind us. Yeah, got too deep too early, but and we weren't even and we in that weren't, far. No, not at all. Maybe sixty yards off the field. Probably not even sixty yards. Probably forty. Probably forty. And we should have been twelve yards up farther. Yeah. But we got in there in the pitch dark and had no clue what we were looking at and. Probably could have killed in one thirties, but live and learn. Yeah, live and learn. Yep. I mean, we had a much better vantage point of more ground. Oh yeah, from where we were. So right. it was just kind of that trade off. We didn't know he was going to walk no. right behind us like that. No. I mean, it sounded like a person walking. Yeah, literally did. You. That's what I thought it was. And it didn't sound like it, that. He was noise coming, was coming yeah. from where he ended up coming from. Yeah, so that's wild. Yeah, just one of those things. But then you know, like the day after we left. Colby ended up shooting one. Yep. And it was just him and Mike there, and, you know, that was nice to have some help trying to get that one out, but we ended up making a little bit of a video out of that. And then coming back into Wisconsin, then Eli shot his with a bow. Yep. And that was pretty cool. That was a really nice one. Um, And that was actually a couple of shots in that one because Colby took a shot at one. I think he airmailed it. Right, it was too high, not too uh-huh. low. And I know there was some stuff with that. He was thinking, you know, that stand had to be moved a little bit. and But it was it was cool footage. And then Eli got some cool footage as well. But then he had another, like, nicked a branch. So then there was a deflection of the arrow. That wasn't, like, a perfect shot situation either. It just ended up working out great that I think he got the femoral artery. Right. And he just bled like crazy and ended up going down right there and was able to find them but they did a great job getting a lot of footage in that one too yeah. and really took you through like the whole day of the, ups the hunt and downs yeah and, and even at the end there too you kind of felt like you were right there with them so right. that was that was a good one and that was pretty much it for our deer hunting and that was pretty much it for our big videos and then you know we just had these last couple of podcasts Obviously, this last one, and then 
you know, we got into the shorts a little bit, and we're going to keep that going, but mm-hmm. that was kind of our year. year. Yeah. you kind of seems like it's better and better every year. It does, and you kind of get wrapped up in it, too, you know, like with the deer season and whatever, it comes to an end, and then you look back, and it's like, man, we started off with those finding all those bucks, right? and then getting all those sturgeon. And then our turkey hunting sucked. Like, <laughs> it was great for those guys. Right. Then they had that Canada trip. And then, you know, the deer season was actually really good. Yeah, we, I saw tons of deer. Yeah. You saw tons of deer. We saw lots of bucks. It was right. It was fun. Yeah. Was Looking back year. on the year as a as a whole, it was a pretty fun year. Agreed. And I don't think we plan on slowing down no. going into next year either. Mm-hmm. Just, just going to change things up a little bit, start doing the shorts, and kind of focus on that a little bit more than the podcast. Still maybe do an episode or two here or there, but also kind of ramp things up and even try and make some improvements on our other videos too, you know, talking about some different technology and trying to, you know, improve the quality a little bit and just keep trying to get better and better. For sure. Make a better product. Should be fun. Yeah. First up is maybe a little, maybe some small game. Maybe if we can get out there, maybe... Maybe a pheasant hunt. Yeah, you know me. I'm down to hunt anything. Yeah, so. <laughs> I know. And then spearing will be here before you know it. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, it was a heck of a year, buddy. Yeah. 52 in the books. 52 in the books. We did it. Yep. I didn't know if we would when we started. Thanks but to you. You did. You do all the work with that, and you've been on everyone. There's a few I didn't make it to. So. But we, yeah, we made it happen, man. And it yeah, was something. It was something. <laughs> A lot of work, but... Late nights. A lot of late nights, but we did it. And, you know, it, it made it worth it to, to do it because we had great guests, and we had Colby and Eli who were helping out as much as they possibly could, and, you know, everybody at home who ultimately watches the podcast or listens to it, and, you know, we, we wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't for them. So thank you to you guys. Thank you to everybody who stuck with us for the year watched any of these videos all these videos you know however however you watched um however many it all makes a huge difference and we really really appreciate it so looking forward to many more good years to come but especially into next year i think it's going to be a good one for us me too yeah well once again thank you guys so much for watching thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next time